Welcome to Food Management's One-on-One with Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bazalka. Today I'm talking with Elizabeth Maknikov, Director of Community Wellbeing, and Marla Guarino, Farm to Institution Program Coordinator at the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus, about how and why the campus is deploying smart fridge units from vendor Byte Technology that are stocked with fresh items from local sources. Thank you both for joining us today. Let me start by asking, why were the Byte Technology fridges installed on the Buffalo Niagara campus and what value did they bring? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, So the Byte fridges really enable us to implement the vision that we're ultimately looking to build on the campus. So the the BNMC, the medical campus, is traditionally known to be a place where we deliver sick care. We want to be a place of health and well-being where... um, healthy, perishable local food can be available 24-7, and also a place where social well-being is prioritized as much, um, especially for healthcare workers. Since COVID, we know this population has been highly stressed and also face chronic disease at twice the rate of Mm -hmm. the population. Um, And so how do we provide food as medicine to the masses in a way that can be comforting, fight disease, promote mental health? So we really see these bike fridges as a way to be a fridge away from home, offering health, wholesome, comfort foods for body and mind, um, and really implement this model to also support the local farm economy and the environment. So that's really the value we see in the bike fridges. Uh, How many of the fridges do you currently have on campus, and where are they located? Um, So, yeah, we have uh, four fridges in operation right now, and uh, the way that we're going about this, We have to deal with vending contracts. Um, So Mm -hmm. the large institutions uh, like Kaleida Health and Roswell Park, we are in negotiations for there. And it'll kind of be uh, like a domino effect. Once we get the contracts going, more fridges will be placed. Mm -hmm. But right now, our first fridge is in the Innovation Center, which is on campus. And that is our co-working space. It has a younger demographic and has many startup businesses, nonprofits, social enterprise companies who work kind of on traditional hours, which is the case in pretty much everywhere the fridges are in place, mm-hmm. these traditional hours. So, you know, late evenings, weekends, 24-7. Um, and the fridge uh, works well there. It accommodates that working style of this professional population, and it's been a hit. Um, we have one in Dent Neurological Center. Again, people in the waiting room and, you know, they're, you know, waiting for perhaps the person that they're you know, caring for and they've got time, so they pick up um, snacks and meals um, as they wait. But we also have a few machines in the private sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a co-working um, tower. It's, it's the, the largest um, building, actually, in Buffalo. It's called Seneca One, mm-hmm. and this houses a large co-working space as well as a, it's a residential facility. And here we're piloting a, like a food staples grocery aspect of the fridge because we're finding that um, these places where people are living in areas downtown, um, which has seen this explosive growth of, you know, younger population that wants to live in the city, but yet the grocery store aspect is lacking. And, you know, these fridges really fulfill that. Mm-hmm. So working also at other co-working spaces. But as I said, it's the promotion of health, making the healthiest choice, the easiest choice for, you know, our people in um, the campus and the, you know, medical facilities. Um, but 
as we always find out, you know, there's different hurdles that you have to jump through. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're talking about a, you know, compromised um, population, they're very stringent their rules and you know we've covered all of those bases so we're expecting Collida to take um, the number of fridges that we actually have uh, funded and have not yet purchased so there should be some some growth in that. Um, you mentioned the grocery items what uh, other kinds of items do the fridges carry in the different locations and what's been especially popular? Um, so it really is a combination of like uh, meals snacks and beverages mm -hmm. and Really sticking with that local, um, you know, local produce um, when you're producing the meals um, and when it's timely, and then locally value-added product. Um, and the operator, Julie Clapman, she actually is um, a farmer herself mm -hmm. um, from a family farm that's been in operation for four generations, and she has become kind of uh, the guru here in the area of Western New York um, for local products. So she sources things all throughout New York State. The Finger Lakes region is a huge mm -hmm. um, uh, area for agricultural, you know, product. And so basically, she brings in all these wonderful products, um, and you know, does things like you know Ithaca yogurt. Kucha, um, local apple, pear, cherry juices, dried fruits, cheese, nuts, crackers. Um, and then you have lunch and dinner options, mm -hmm. foodables with like greens, quinoa, uh, local roasted vegetables. That also changes in the season. Mm -hmm. Chicken salad, green salads and sandwiches and wraps. Um, so it really, uh, what's the most popular, uh, you know, the kombucha snacky things are like pretty much going throughout the day, and then we have some peak times for you know launchable items. So you mentioned a couple of suppliers. Do they do the restocking? Um, how how does that work? Okay, so basically because of the experience the operator Julie Blackman has, mm -hmm. um, she has a store called Farmers and Artisans, where she's already sourcing everything that's going in the fridge. Mm -hmm. um, she's small grocery um, located in a suburb outside of Buffalo. Um, and so she pulls all those products as well as we brought in additional partnerships with some local food vendors to mm -hmm. increase the of produce per, um, portfolio and give other local businesses more exposure. So 716 Catering is a small catering company that uses local products mm -hmm. as much as possible. And other vendors we're looking at is Fresh Catch Pokey, which is sustainable, local, eco-conscious, fresh, and um, kind of antibiotic-free chicken, whole grain foodables, as we were saying. So basically, there's a whole bunch of suppliers mm -hmm. that are working in uh, partnership so the restocking aspect is kind of interesting because, you know, Julie Blackman is an operator, um, mm -hmm. is a busy person. She can't, you know, drive around, you know, she used to when we first started um, to restock these. Because you have to remember that the bite technology is doing real-time mm -hmm. um, information. So these, you know, stocking can occur, you know, at different times. So we brought in a small entrepreneurial business called Produce Peddler, which is an app-based distributor mm -hmm. that buyers and sellers in the area along the food chain. So normally they're talking with farmers, local food businesses, restaurants. In this case, the operator, Julie, is the seller, and the machines are kind of the buyer. So Produce Peddler gets this information off their app, mm -hmm. um, 
leaves in the back end, collecting the information, pops it into Produce Peddler. Produce Peddler gathers the information, picks up the, you know, the product that's needed depending on, you know, what's low or mm-hmm. uh, needs restocking, and supplies. Um, so it's a really nice um, way of also incorporating other local smaller businesses that are looking to scale, and we've developed like a small um, supply line, which is really nice. Oh, you're talking a lot of fresh product, uh, probably requires a lot of replenishment. How often are the machines restocked? Is it daily? And how is the selection managed? Um, so, again, the bite technology for selection, um, uh, well, selection, first off, to do the big picture, mm-hmm. um, first trial and error, what's working well, you know, if things were sitting, you're like, no, nah, this isn't really a good fit. Um, and we've really gotten into a nice groove of, of what people are looking for. Um, but that takes a little time. Anybody that's looking to put these out, it does take time to see what your market is. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as, like, how often the machines are restocked, you're looking at, like, once, twice, maybe three times a week, depending okay. on the um, You know, a lot of these, some of the value-added products have a little bit more time mm-hmm. um, that can be there. Um, you know, the fresher boat bowls and wraps, we keep a really good eye on. And as I said, we, we're kind of gathering now off of, you know, all the technology that supplies us with the real time and understanding now what our days look like. Mm-hmm. So really be, a little, you know, instead of running around all the time, we really understand. Um, we can kind of anticipate, which has always happens um, with the growth of a business is you anticipate your trend, you know, you know your trends. Mm-hmm. So about like probably once twice a week. Okay. Um, can you give me an idea of how many items are sold from the fridges on a typical day or a typical week, just generally? Sure. Yeah. And kind of like Marla said, you know, each of the locations are different, really mm-hmm. depending on foot traffic and who our target sector is in each location. So the co-working spaces have more of that younger entrepreneurial millennial demographic that tend to be a bit more health focused and they focus on kind of the lighter items. So, mm-hmm. um, not so many meals, but the healthcare demographic seems to lean more towards those wholesome meals that stick with you longer. I think our top producing fridge gets um, a few hundred transactions every month, which is a mm-hmm. combination of snacks, beverages, and meals. But to quantify, you know, overall meals, we would say probably about a hundred meals per week are going out um, for each of the fridges. Mm, very interesting. I want to thank you both, Elizabeth and Marla, for joining us today. Well, thank you very much for having us. We're really happy to speak about this.